let me tell you what creator's dementia is. It's the feeling you get with a finished project. The feeling you get when you get rejected. It's the feeling you get when you imagine the future with your creations. The struggle, the disappointment, the lot. This podcast will take you through all of the thoughts, effects, and craziness that comes with being a creator. So welcome to the place where you know you are not alone in your creative endeavors. Welcome to Creator's Dementia. Welcome to another episode of Creator's Dementia, where we try to learn about the crazy crap we deal with while also trying to figure out ways to improve ourselves when it comes to our passions and our creativity. So before we get started uh, in the topic of discussion for this episode, quick little updates. Um, So first, I have joined a Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I am going to be uh, setting up my new equipment here. Uh, If some of you are watching on YouTube, you can tell... uh, the camera is going to be a lot better and uh, the recording equipment is going to be 10 times better. Uh, I just tested it out. Uh, I sent a little five clip, vi- uh, five minute audio uh, to the Critters Dementia podcast on Spotify and it'll be on Amazon, all that, uh, just to test out this new equipment. And I already know that this sounds 10 times better than how I originally sounded. So I'm extremely excited and hopefully all of this will get more people to listen and uh, tune in because the audio sounds so much better and everything will just be more crisp and hopefully my voice don't sound very foggy and dull. Uh, So all this new equipment that I've got I'm going to be using to record the Dungeons and Dragons campaign uh, uh, and, you know, all the sessions. And I'm going to be uh, placing them on the Hidden Hollow Productions YouTube channel, which will be called uh, Wayfinders Guild. So I have noticed that my media projects uh, have mostly been focused on uh, my podcast when there's actually a lot more media out there that, you know, can be showcased um i've not been a part of a lot of it but gaming is uh, another one that i will be actually focusing on and you know there's a lot of people that love gaming i love tabletop um i've you know i've had uh emotions with it (laughs) that's the best way to put it but uh i've gotten more passionate about it and i want to uh, get more into it and i want uh, people that enjoy Dungeons and Dragons and things like that to actually tune in and see how some of us actually play it. I have actually ordered, I already received it too. I got a uh, Dungeon Master's Handbook because I'm going to test out a whole nother campaign as well. I'm going, I'm going to attempt to be a Dungeon Master for my own campaign. And my good friend Tyler, he is the, uh, one of the hosts, one of the hosts of Between Lewis and Lovecraft, um, he 
was doing the Players Guild podcast where, you know, he had him and a bunch of his friends playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons and he recorded it and put it on Spotify. And that, that podcast really got me into wanting to play Dungeons and Dragons more by the way he, you know, held the game and all the stories that came with it and all the people that played. So he actually helped me uh, with some of the the fundamentals of creating, uh, of trying to be a dungeon master. And he's, you know, let me in on some tips and tricks and he sent me some files that'll hopefully uh, help me improve and get me going. So Tyler, thank you very much for all of it. I really appreciate it. You have no idea how much it has helped me um, if you are listening. Uh, but <clears throat> so gaming is going to come into Hidden Hollow Productions and uh, uh, we're going to start off with D&D gameplay. And I'm thinking about talking to uh, a gaming place that's actually in the next town uh, where people gather and actually they play magic and all sorts of other games. So I'm hoping they will let me film maybe one of their game sessions and kind of stick it on the Hidden Hollow Productions uh, YouTube channel so other people can see how that is played as well. Uh, I've tried to learn magic. Uh, the card game and I've I kind of understand just little bits and pieces of it but I don't get the whole thing because it is I don't know maybe my brain just is not working properly when it comes to that but uh it, it seems fun and I think I would enjoy it if I actually am able to understand it and play it and I say if I can take my camera around and record people playing it maybe I can get a better understanding of how magic the game works so uh, we will see how that goes, um, but um, it's this this whole transition that I'm trying to do. It's a way I want to take this media company that I'm doing because right now it's just me. Um, I'm in charge of everything. I'm the one that puts forth all the money. I'm the one that gets the equipment, and uh, I'm looking for people to join in with me. And hopefully, now uh, with this new audio equipment, you know, and I can record better and <clears throat> kind of do things a little more professional, maybe I'll get the right ears and the right eyes and, you know, maybe somebody will take notice and be like, hey, I want to sponsor you. I want to help you out. So let's do this. So hopefully, you know, I can get it there and maybe someone will just hop on to the Head and Hollow Productions bandwagon that I'm trying to get on the tracks. Um, but another update uh, going away from what Hidden Hollow Productions is going to do. Uh, I mentioned this in that little five-minute tidbit that I just posted on to the audio version of Creator's Dementia with all the platforms. Um, Christmas in Quillandia is out. Uh, it was, like, I am recording today, which is the 11th. So all this, uh, so what I'm about to say is actually for tomorrow when it comes to what I'm about to tell you. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's already out considering the fact that you... The ones that are listening or watching on YouTube will see this on Friday or over the weekend some point. But Christmas in Quillandia is out, got released on the 12th. Uh, me and six other authors brought forth another fantasy adventure for your reading and viewing pleasure. Um, me, Rustina, and Dana uh, put together the the uh, the cover. Um, Rustina had a big hand in it. Uh, Dana brought us together to get all this done because 
poor Dana, she's constantly working, trying to advertise her uh, the dragon child. And she just has a lot going on, so she needed a little help. So me and Restina offered to help, and Restina is learning how to actually publish and get a book together. So that was a good learning experience for her as well. So now uh, maybe when she has her own solo work and she goes indie publishing, she can do it without any problems or troubles, and she can just continue to uh, just move forward and go up that mountain that all of us indie creators have to go up. Uh, but the cover is amazing. Um, I'm in love with it. I love the stories that's in this book. Um, it's actually going to be cheap because uh, it is a novella. It's not a full-blown novel. It's a novella because, uh, like I said, it's seven authors that's pitched in from 6,000 to 10,000 words. So it's going to be, you know, if you're, if you're riding a bus to work or riding a train to work or just communing with other people, you know, you can pull it up on, you know, your, uh, what, uh, your digital device that you use, or if you, if you're going to have the actual printed out copy, it'll be a nice little read until you get to work or in between work at lunch, stuff like that. And, you know, you can go through and see all the skills and the talent that all these others, all these other authors, all these others, all these other authors have to offer. And hopefully it'll help, it'll help you fall in love with Quillandia because Quillandia is a fantastic place that we all created that we have all brought together and if Quillandia was real I would definitely be living there because I love it I love the mansion and the island that we created the land all the magic the fantasy it's just phenomenal it's a great escape but yes look for Christmas in Quillandia uh it is going to be available for download as well as a uh, physical copy so make sure you get your copy and it's Christmas is right around the corner and it'd be some great Christmas stories because that's what they are just a bunch of Christmas stories and that happen inside Quillandia so make sure you get you uh, a copy of of Christmas in Quillandia um, so I'm honestly proud to say that I will have two story releases this year that hardly ever happens usually my uh, my work is pretty spread, you know, spread out pretty far. But this year I will have, I had Legion's Dawn come out and now I will have a story in Christmas in Quillandia. So I will have, let's see, I got Zed's Rising, Zed's Wayward Son, uh, Quillandia, Quillandian Guardians, uh, Legion's Dawn, and now I'll have a D20 Christmas in the Christmas uh, novella. So I'll actually have five published works out there. Did not think that would ever happen. And I'm super stoked that it is. You have no idea how excited I am. And I hope you all are going to get excited for this too, because reading is a great escape from an everyday life. And the hard work that we put into our stories such as this uh, I hope we can actually pull you in and give you an escape. And, you know, it's it's just magical. I love it. I cannot wait for you guys to read it. It's going to be fantastic. And I am so proud of all the fellow authors that joined in on this because their talents and skills, uh, without them, Quillandia would not be here. Like, you know, I, it would probably have a foundation, but it would not be the world that it is. And I'm super stoked and super excited about it. I cannot wait for you guys to check it out. So, 
as you can tell, so many projects. So with, with so many projects floating around with me, I'm trying to pace myself when it comes to everything so I don't get burnt out like I did last time. That two-month hiatus happened with because I was moving. I can say that's the prime excuse, but it's not. It was literally I was burnt out of everything. Uh, I know I went over this in episode one of season three that you guys listened to two weeks ago. Uh, but I'm still trying to pace myself. I'm fixing to get back on a workout plan because I am so uncomfortable. And where I had such high anxiety there for a long time, I just I kept eating. So I know I'm not where I was at the beginning of the year. Uh, I'm going to have to do a workout plan just to get myself back into shape. And I, I need to exercise. I do. And that's a given. So that's that's going to be on my agenda. Uh, but I do believe that is all for the update. So we are done with those. Um, so it is time to actually get to the topic I have come here to discuss. And the thing is, I actually cre- uh, recorded this episode yesterday uh, on the 10th, or the 9th, the 10th, the 10th. But the thing is, I'm not used to my new equipment. So I started recording, I got about five minutes worth. And then I hit pause because my wife called and, you know, so I answered the phone. And then I thought I hit record again, but apparently not. So I spent 55 minutes talking and not recording. So I've got to learn to pay attention. So here we go again with episode two of season three of Creators Dementia. And the topic at hand is ghost writing. And I influenced the T on that because there's one person I asked, uh, I said, uh, do you know what ghostwriting is? And they said, the the Marvel character? And I was like, no, writing, not writing. So, uh, now, most, if not all authors, have explored, heard, or slightly thought about this type of profession, and it has its drawbacks. But you can make a good, uh, you can make good money uh, with this career path, but, you know, it comes with no recognition Unless the author chooses to provide, uh, well, I, okay, so that kind of doesn't make sense. I need to reword that. Um, it comes with no recognition unless the person who hired the author to write uh, their published work chooses to give them acknowledgement. Uh, so, and yes, uh, that comes with ghost writing. Uh, ghost writing is the process of writing a piece or copy of work under someone else's name. An example, it would be a freelancer could be hired to write a blog post for another person and it would be published under the hiree's name. Uh, so ghostwriting is when someone's name gets put as the byline for something someone else wrote. Legally, of course, uh, not plagiarism. Uh, that's a that's a whole nother tragedy and topic that you know at one point we it is highly possible that we will discuss because everyone has heard of plagiarism and it is not a good thing so but we're not going to talk about plagiarism on this episode uh but the responsibilities that come with being a ghost writer can be a number of 
written works that are required by the ones hiring a freelancer. Uh, writing books, articles, essays, and many other content that will be published under a different name. Uh, most known ghostwriters in the business are usually hired by celebrities, politicians, business tycoons, people of great importance that lack the time or the skill to write for themselves. And, you know, there's many advantages and disadvantages when it comes to this career path. Uh, so I'm going to fill, fill all of you in on both of those. Uh, so that way, you know, if at some point you decide you want to ghostwrite, you can do a pros and cons and see if it's actually worth it. Uh, but the disadvantages of being a ghostwriter, I'm moving my hands a lot. And I think it's because... I just drank a monster because I don't know. I am exhausted. I am more exhausted today than I have been in a while. And I don't know why. It's not like I stayed up all night. So I drank a monster and now it's kind of uh, wanting, wanting to come out. So I'm kind of dancing a little bit here, moving my hands, trying, to get, uh, trying not to concentrate on having to stop and go and then come back. So if you see me on YouTube kind of moving around and crap, that's why. Uh, I'm trying not to move so much because my chair, you have heard it if you have listened to any other episodes, but it squeaks if I move too much. And this microphone uh, has such good quality, and plus my new camera here, I don't want it to pick it up. So I'm trying not to move my lower body. I'm trying to move my hands to keep myself occupied. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, back to the the. Back to the topic. Uh, the disadvantages of being a ghostwriter is a lot like being a content creator. Uh, it is a highly competitive field. Uh, there are few opportunities available. Less are advertised on job sites. Uh, it can be extremely hard to find a constant revenue stream for being a ghostwriter. Uh, you have to give up the byline, which is a big disadvantage. I um, I mean, if you're anything like me, uh, you love seeing your name on the spine of a book or somewhere on the cover uh, of, you know, your published written work. Um, you know, your published work is your baby and you deserve credit for it. But being a ghostwriter, you don't get to brag about the contribution and you may never get known for contributing to that piece of work. Uh, so I don't know if I'd actually be able to be a ghostwriter, um, and I don't know if that sounds selfish, but I mean, you know, if I work hard on something, a project or a book or, you know, any piece of work, I want people to know it's me unless I am aiming toward the fact that I want to stay anonymous for a piece of work that is out there. Uh, who knows? Maybe one day I might develop a pen name and try and write something completely out of my wheelhouse and see how it works. And you never know. There's a, many different genres out there. So it is highly possible to kind of get yourself more out there to see what you can possibly do. So who knows, maybe one day I will. And it would be kind of fun to have a piece of work out there. That's that you are afraid to go to and nobody know it was actually you, but you know, and <laughs> I, when I think about it, uh, when you advertise this, you know, this piece of work, this book or whatever it is, um, you know, you're like, Hey, you should read this book. This is by 
Sean Worthington or something like that. And you're actually that Sean Worthington, but they don't know that. So they're like, oh, well, he must be good if, you know, if you're going to recommend him and just to see how it goes. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe one day. Um, but anyways, uh, what the disadvantages that come with being a ghost writer is, uh, you know, you must work for someone else, you know, uh, writing and being an author kind of gives you that fantasy of being your own boss. You know, if you actually get there, you know, to, uh, to some, it's not a fantasy, you know, they have actually succeeded and the freedom that writing and being an author can provide for you. Um, it's a, it's a hard place to go, uh, get to, but you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm not hating on anybody that's been able to actually do that. I'm proud for them. I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they got to that point in their life that they could honestly just write for a living and do their own thing. But you know, if you're a ghostwriter, it's going to be kind of hard to do that considering the fact that you are going to be writing for someone else. Excuse me. But, you know, being a ghostwriter, you will always have a boss because your work is someone else's publication. There may be strict deadlines and a, a fast turnaround time. Uh, and, you know, with that, you know, it can bring on a high level of stress, anxiety. And, you know, you can uh, set your own, you can't set your own schedule for the most part. Not all the time, but, you know, for the most part. Uh, because, you know, a lot like a nine to five job that I work through, uh, you know, my hours are actually never nine to five. Uh, I'm whatever they need me to be, but you know, uh, someone says you got till say you started writing days, say you got till March 1st to finish this book. Well, you're going to have to buckle down and start writing. Um, and you're going to have to devote a lot of time to get it done. Excuse me. So, you know, a lot of stuff might hit the back burner, but, uh, Another drawback would be, uh, you know, the work may not be very interesting. You know, imagine the bore and the dull words put into a piece of work. You know, I love to write about uh, like a, apocalyptic, uh, time-ticking doom, uh, you know, survival stuff. That's that's my passion. That's what I like to write about. But, you know, you know, I, I actually added Apocalypse to my fantasy short in Tales from Quillandia. Uh, I don't think I could actually ever write about like business plans, numbers, or anything related to finances. You know, I, I, I hate numbers. I'm not a mathematician. I, I do not like numbers. Uh, I, I, like to, I like to fantasize about world scenarios. I don't like to fantasize about uh, business plans. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fiction writer. I'm not a nonfiction writer. Uh, but, you know, if I were a ghost writer portraying that kind of published work i'm pretty sure i wouldn't be able to do my best because it just i would not be passionate passionate about it so i wouldn't be able to give it my full uh my full talent my full skill uh you know it would just i would be bored out of my mind and when i get bored with doing something it kind of just fades back so when, if it, if it, if the ghost writing aspect is to help a business write about finances and stuff like that, I would not be I would not be a good one for that. And I know this, and it's okay because it's just something I'm not passionate about. Um, but you know, despite all these disadvantages with being a ghost writer, there are a bunch of good you know there are a bunch of advantages that come with it. Um, you know the uh, Though a schedule 
can be a little tight. Ghost riders can, uh, uh, they can earn income when pursuing their own projects while they can earn income while pursuing their own projects. So, you know, if your schedule is not so tight with someone else's work that they're trying to get out there, you know, you have the ability to do your own thing as well. And you're still getting paid to do someone else's work. That's a lot like a, you know, a regular job, but you know, with, uh, with ghostwriting, you know, it's not like you got to be somewhere at a certain time. You just got to sit down where your workstation is and get it going. Um, but, uh, assignments can cover another advantage is assignments can actually cover almost every topic under the sun. You can actually discover new things and become very knowledgeable about the different topics that you possibly never had the time to research or, you know, even learn, you know, or even try, uh, you know, you, you know, there could be something out there that has always kind of caught your eye, but you were afraid to move forward to it, you know, but if you're a ghostwriter and someone needs something written about that certain topic that you kind of enjoy, but just did not push yourself to go for it, then you, you have to now. So it can give you the ability to actually learn and try new things, uh, give you more knowledge about certain topics and subjects out there that, you know, can broaden your, your mind. Uh, Another advantage is you you do not need special credentials to pursue this career. It is literally all about your skill that is recognized by someone who needs your talent that appreciates your talent. So if you have that talent that they're looking for, then there you go. That, that's all you need. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have all this uh, these special credentials, like I said. And they can literally just be like, hey, I will pay you to write this for me. Can you do it? And then there you go. But you have to be careful because people may take advantage of that special skill. So always, you know, figure out a way to make sure that you get paid. Do a contract or like a payment plan. Have, you know, I would recommend a contract flat out so that way they cannot. Uh, skip out on your payment for doing your job. Uh, another advantage is uh, once you actually get established in this field, it can it can actually become a very lucrative career. Uh, you know, a lot like being a known author. Once the right eyes get placed upon your work, then it can skyrocket your passion into a promising career. More people that need your skill will be able to see you and notice you and hire you. But like I said, you know, it's kind of hard to find the ones that need a ghostwriter because that stuff isn't really publicly known. Because like a, uh, you know, like say like Matthew McConaughey, you know, he has a biography out there. Um, I don't know if he actually wrote it. I hope he did. But say he didn't. Um, you know, there's no telling what kind of channels he went through to find the right person that would, you know, keep their mouth shut and, you know, provide the actual, um, language that he's trying to get out there. You know, his actual tone, his, his way of looking at the world. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, if he did hire a ghostwriter to write that biography, you know, maybe they had some type of, 
a person that they worked with that gave them a shot to get there. So like I said, you know, if, if you get noticed, then you, it can be very lucrative celebrities, business tycoons, all of them can hire you to do their work and their stuff. Uh, but like I said, it's not, they usually don't publicize it. So that way they can take credit for your work that you wrote for them. So just be careful. Um, and, you know, in all honesty, I would not mind uh, trying my hand in ghostwriting, but unfortunately, my time is very limited. So it would be close to impossible for me unless I got a payday advance, you know, and I could literally just sit down, have my bills paid, and then do it. But, you know, if ghostwriting is for you and you want to pursue it, then I hope you get the right set of eyes and the work you would truly enjoy in order to be a successful ghostwriter. I really do, because, uh, you know, I want any anybody out there to succeed in creativity and imagination and, you know, following their, their passion, I hope. You know, as long as it's not illegal. Uh, but I hope, you know, all these people that out there that really want to pursue something like this, I hope you are successful in every way possible. It, the world needs more people like that, you know, the ones with an imagination. And it's up to us to basically bring for, bring them forward. I'm trying to look at my time here. Really? I've only been at it for 28 minutes? That's odd. I figured it was longer than that. I really, really, really need to use the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh... Okay, so that is the topic of ghostwriting. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of a good thing. I'm actually at the end of this topic, and it's an extremely good thing because I'm getting highly uncomfortable. Um, so before I get into my scripted <clears throat> uh, farewell, um, I started listening to, I don't know if any of my listeners out there are uh, Smallville fans, but Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling has started a podcast. Uh, I'm going to say probably about 20 weeks ago and I just discovered it. Uh, it's called Talkville and they talk about everything Smallville and it is amazing and I love listening to it. And yeah, I wanted just to advertise Talkville just a little bit. Uh, if you were or are a fan of Smallville, give it a try I enjoy it. I enjoy listening to Tom and Michael very much. Uh, it is an amazing podcast. Do not forget to uh, follow Between Lewis and Lovecraft, uh, Midnight in Kentucky. Those are uh, amazing podcasts that I love to listen to. I always check my Spotify every day to see if there's a new episode released. Um, but yeah, uh, just a little quick advertisement there for others. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is it for this episode of Creator's Dementia Ghost Rider. Not to be confused with the Marvel hero Ghost Rider, which would be epic, but I don't know Nicolas Cage and I don't know anybody from Marvel. So, unfortunately, Ghost Rider cannot be here. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I will always be grateful for the eyes and the ears of uh, everybody that, you know, tunes into this podcast. Um, I hope you enjoy the new intro and the new outro. If it is too long, please let me know. I've noticed that you know a lot of people's podcast intros are not as long as mine, but I'm trying something different, something new. Uh, 
so it's a whole new take but if it completely drains you out just let me know and i can change it again it's perfectly fine because i'm here not only as a passion but hopefully you know as my personal passion but hopefully as a passion for you to learn you know learn stuff about the creative world and hopefully offer you uh, stuff that you didn't know about that will help you in your passions and your creativity so that way you can continue on the awesome journey that this world truly needs uh if you have any questions, any comments, or just want to give me feedback of any kind, please feel free to email me at creatorsdementia at gmail.com. Uh, I would love to hear from the handful of listeners that I have. Um, you know, I am always grateful for the support that I get. Uh, if you don't care, you know, share it. Uh, you can even brag about how the uh, the audio sounds 10 times better with this episode than the rest of them. I will take it because uh, I know it's going to sound better. Um, this, this is what I have to do. I have to learn. I have to equip myself with the right tools in order to actually have this a successful podcast. Um, I'm trying my best and I'll continue to try my best. Uh, so yeah, um, if you want to offer any type of support, you know, share careers dementia out there, give me comments, feedback, you know, uh, and I offer support myself, you know, uh, if you have <clears throat> some work you want showcased, sorry, for some reason there's something in my throat. <coughs> there we go. Okay. So if you have some type of work you want showcased, you know, send it my way. Um, I want to support, you know, indie work, indie authors, indie creators as much as possible because, you know, we all need that kind of support. Uh, we're all looking for that kind of support. You know, you always got to have someone behind you pushing you forward and, you know, just trying to uh, reach down from that mountain to help you climb up it so that way you can truly get to where you need to go. Um, don't forget to, uh, you know, look up Christmas in Quillandia. Um, it's like I said, I'm pretty sure you would enjoy it if you like fantasy, uh, Christmas stories. You know, anything like that, uh, you know, mine is called a D20 Christmas, which uh, is kind of referencing to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but, you know, it's not solely Dungeons and Dragons. It's just had a, has a reference point. And, you know, I think it, I think the story ended up pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm proud of myself for it. Um, but, yes, so love, all, love you all. Uh, thank you for everything. I really appreciate it. You know, even if you can't, I am going to try and start a Patreon uh, just to see if anything can happen. Um, even if I don't get anything, I still appreciate the the eyes and ears. That's that's a lot of support for me. Uh, don't forget to rate this podcast. Uh, Spotify allows a rating system. Um, I see right now I've got five stars, which is amazing. I think that might be one rating. I'm not sure. But that is awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, I really appreciate everything you all do. And I hope that you succeed in every creative aspect that you can think of. Because your passion is important. Not only to you, but to me and to this world. And never forget that. So until next time, my demented creators. This demented creator is out. Boom. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of Creator's Dementia. I hope I conveyed the aspect of being a creator. It, it's not easy. It will never be perfect, but it is always hopeful. 
If you have any feedback you want to send my way, feel free to email me at creatorsdementia at gmail.com. Share the show, give us some stars, send me some of your creative work, and I'll put it on here. Creators need all the support they can get. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Demented Creator, out.